0: You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. We're back again here. Part two of Cash Crunch, the aging Catholic donor base. Greg painted a picture last time, and he is asking people to wake up to the fact of the aging demographics that uh, Catholic nonprofits are going to be facing. So, Greg? Yeah, if you didn't um, catch our last podcast, number 87
1: um, was part one of this particular topic, which was the coming cash crunch in our Catholic parishes. Um, I shared some statistics in our last podcast on a demographic study I'd done of uh, a Catholic parish, and the bottom line was two-thirds of the total dollars to this parish was coming from people who were age 60 or better. And looking at the people in the pews, you'd never guess that you would never think it was an unhealthy parish. I'm not talking a parish where you look at the Sunday Mass and everybody's got gray hair. I mean, there's babies crying, there's young people. It's a mm-hmm. really good mix. It's a great parish, great music, great pastor, great people. But there's this underbelly of where we're getting our financing from that nobody seems to be noticing. And again, two-thirds of the dollars was coming from people age 60 or better and just... Uh, let's see. What is it was about seventeen percent was coming from households age uh, households uh, younger than fifty. Yeah, so for like forty nine. Very 000, small overall. Very like small when you when you consider
0: that people under half a century, everybody in those pews, which mm-hmm. there's a should, you know, it sounds like in this healthy parish, there's a fair amount of them. Right. They only make up seventeen percent.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So what I want to do today is explore what is it that we're going to do about this. You know, I've been sounding the alarm on this for about five years. I went to the National Catholic Leadership Conference in in Orlando about five six years ago, and there was like a hundred and some hundred and thirty or whatever bishops there. And I, whenever I had an opportunity at lunch to to sit with a bishop and and, and mention this, I couldn't get anybody to care about it. Crickets, crickets, exactly. Yeah. and maybe it's because it it just sounds like such an intractable intractable problem. That um, people just shrug their shoulders. And say, well, I don't know what we're going to do, but that doesn't solve the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, the problem is just like we see this tidal wave coming across the ocean. It's going to hit the beach here within four or five years, if it's not already. Yeah. So what are we going to do about it? So you had some suggest you at the end of the last yeah. podcast, you talked about endowments and how endowments play into this. What are your thoughts there, Brian?
0: Yeah, my thoughts when I hear this, uh, and you know, if you didn't listen to the last one, I encourage you go back do yourself a favor, listen to it. But essentially when you see that that much of your dollars are coming two thirds from people over 60, you have to look at it one of two ways. And that's, you either need to think, can we re-engage the younger crowd to be uh, better givers? Or do we need to go big, build a huge endowment so that we can weather the storm that's coming and essentially salvage uh keep the church present for the young people and uh when the church has a revitalization. Mhm. And the thing is um
1: if you take a look at where those dollars were coming from at this parish where I gave you these stats, you know, like I said 14% of the total dollars was coming from people who were already age 80 or better. At the age of 80, there might be still a few people who are thinking of revising their will yet one more time. Mm-hmm. But by the age of like, you know, 84, 85, you pretty much have put that to bed. You're not going to go through the hassle of redoing your will, right? Right, right. right. So the window, is sh- the, the, the window of opportunity is closing on us. The other thing is, in a, if you were to replace $300,000 of revenue And again, $300,000 of revenue is now currently coming from people age 80 or better on an annual basis, Mm $300,000 in this particular parish. You would need an endowment of $6 million. Can you build an endowment of $6 million in time? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you see what's, what's happening every day that we wait on building that endowment? More people are passing away that yeah. would have, could have, and should have. Would have, could have, should have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if we don't invest in doing that major gifts outreach or plan giving outreach, um, we're really going to be in a world of hurt. And even, even if we were to start tomorrow... Um, <clears throat> um it's 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 going to be tough to build that endowment big enough and fast enough to replace the coming cash crunch so that leads me to point number two is, is try try to find some hopeful recommendation to what we need to do and I think we have to do a better job of educating those people that are say under sixty mm-hmm. And I think it happens in in a practical way. I think it happens in a spiritual way. So there's two bits of information I might offer. From a practical perspective, I think if the average person in the pew understood the the degree to which great-grandma and (laughs) great-grandpa were pulling the wagon, it might wake them up to the fact that they really need to come on board Mm -hmm. in a way that they're... Parents, grandparents, and in this case, great grandparents have done for many, many years. Not, not to instill a sense of guilt, but to instill a sense of responsibility, right? That's the first thing. I think we need to share this information from the pulpit as the pastor, just to make people aware of it. That's one step. The other step is I think we are really missing the boat in the Catholic Church when we don't talk about giving from a spiritual perspective of almsgiving. Right. Definitely. Stewardship. Yeah. Well, stewardship is a word, I think, that— uh, <laughs> No, I'm I'm going to push back on that a little bit, because stewardship just means that, you know, somebody else ought to give more money. I mean, that's the way— That's, that's how I, you
0: see it? That's how I see yeah. it. Yeah, I think of know. being
1: a steward of what God's given you. Well, well, that's true. I mean, that that that's true, being a steward. But I think we—I don't think we've gone deep enough— theologically into educating people to help them understand that in almsgiving is different than gift giving almsgiving biblical almsgiving implies a spiritual what's what i'm looking for it's like um a preparation of the heart it almsgiving requires a conversion yeah it, it really does almsgiving requires a conversion of heart does it require a sacrifice? Well, it may. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably, because all conversion requires some sacrifice. But in the sacrifice, there is there are um, mystical spiritual gifts that come from that sacrifice. If you think about love, you know, think about love and the things that you do for your wife, for example, mm-hmm. that are not happy or pleasant or anything like that. But in the giving of the good gifts for to your wife or to your children there's a certain joy that comes with that, number one, but there 's also a certain building up of the person that happens, a spiritual building up of the person that happens um, when you give of yourself or you give of your of yeah. your wallet yeah. right so um I think maybe in future podcasts, I could speak more to the spiritual aspects of alms giving that 's probably yet, you know one more podcast we can do. But again, I just wanted to close this podcast by saying, if you're working in a Catholic parish, particularly in a Catholic parish, you really need to do a demographic study of where your annual dollars are coming from. Because, you know, I don't have national data. I wish I did. All I have is data over the last five, six, seven years and a handful of parishes that I've worked with. And they're all the same. And they're in different states, they're in different locales, they're in different size cities. Oh yeah! But they're all suffering the same thing, and I can see this. I can see this tidal wave coming, and I feel like I'm on the beach running running around with a red flag, and nobody seems to care. They're kind of enjoying mm-hmm. the sunshine, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. If you're if if you're older and you think, ah, uh, well, this will be somebody else's problem, wake up. If you're younger and you're just taking for granted the good things in your parish, especially the financial well being, wake up. Yeah. All right, we'll catch you on the flip side one more time. Same bad time, same bad channel.